morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to the Living Encouraged podcast show. I am your host, Eileen Bocanegra, and I am literally just busting at the seams right now. I'm so happy. I'm so happy to be back with you guys. I have been MIA. <laughs> yeah, I've kind of been missing in action lately. I took some months off and, uh, you know, a lot of things happened in the last few months and it just kind of took us by surprise and I kind of went through a few setbacks that kind of knocked me off course, right? And in these last few months, I decided to take time off to get refocused and realigned with the course that I was now going to be on. Um, You know, today we are going to be talking on the topic, navigating through change. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. I'm talking about all kinds of change, change in my career, change in my life, uh, changes that are taking place here right now, uh, watching Uh, my grandson take baby steps. We're going to talk about my grandkids for a little bit. I want to share with you a few things about what's going on with them and just give you a little update on my little babies. Uh, And, you know, just overall uh, share with you how the recent setbacks that I faced, um, how I've navigated through that. And and I hope that this message comes um, at a moment where Maybe you're going through some sort of change and you're having difficulties either trying to adjust or navigate through that change. Uh, I hope that this message is timely. I hope that this message is able to uh, give you a little bit of insight as to what I'm going through, how I've navigated through it. And I hope that this can be uh, some, some helpful tips for you that I can provide. So join me on today's podcast. Hey, you guys, have you heard? Living Encouraged Shop has now moved to Blossom Flowers Boutique. Check us out. Go online to www.blossomedflowersboutique.com and check out the merchandise that we have. We've got a whole collection of fall wear, perfect for the fall, perfect for the season. And we've also got your favorite Jesus loving t-shirts. So be sure to check us out. Again, we are at www.blossomedflowersboutique.com flowersboutique.com. Welcome back. This is Eileen Bocanegra and I am your host of the Living Encouraged podcast show. I am so happy to just welcome back all our uh, devoted listeners. Thank you so much for your wonderful support overall over these last couple of years. And also let's welcome our new listeners. If I could be cheering right now, clapping. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We're just so happy to have you here. Today we're talking about navigating through change. You know, uh, right now we are in that season of change, right? We are in full effect fall. Uh, Houston's a little confused, you know, sometimes you wake up, it's fall, and then by midday, it's uh, it's summer, <laughs> right? <laughs> like summer just pops out of nowhere, and then uh, next thing you know, you're uh, smack back in fall, right, by the evening. So uh, that's kind of the seasons we're going through. But doesn't life sometimes feel that way, right? Doesn't life sometimes feel like that way, like, like, you're uh one moment you wake up and it's not nice and crisp right life is great right everything's going according to plan and then all of a sudden you just get like this gust of wind that just kind of knocks you over and throws you know you for a loop and all of a sudden there's a change right and your season has literally changed in one day in one hour 
And um, I want to share a little bit about about what recently happened with me and why I've kind of been on the DL lately. I've kind of been quiet, uh, MIA, if you must say. (laughs) Uh, I've kind of just uh, been quiet lately. I've been going through a few things and just trying to navigate through all the changes that uh, were unexpectedly uh, kind of fell into my lap. And I kind of had to make a, a hard decision on a few things recently. Uh, But I also want to share with you a little bit about my grandbaby. Uh, I want to talk to you about my grandson, Nathan. You haven't really heard much about Nathan. You've heard a lot about Bella, who's our beautiful princess, our granddaughter. But we also have a grandson, uh, Nathan, who is eight months old. And let me just share this with you. He is eight months old and he is walking. Yeah, that's what I said. He's walking. That's my grandson. You know, he is overzealous. He uh, doesn't have time to wait. I think he literally totally skipped crawling, you know, uh, I don't recall seeing him crawl much. He was doing more of that little Mowgli crawl, you know, from, uh, from that character Mowgli where he walks on all fours, right? That that's kind of what he does. Uh, he was doing that. I, he didn't really do much of the scooting and the crawling, but he kind of just jumped into, uh, the whole Mowgli walking on all fours and then just kind of said, you know what? tired of this I'm just gonna start walking and over the weekend uh my my son and daughter-in-law uh they had the kids out at at this nearby park and they sent us a video and it was the cutest thing because you know mind you Nathan has just started learning how to walk so he'll take a few steps he'll he'll go down and then he gets back up and uh he he sees these kids these big kids right uh probably about I say between the ages of eight to 10, maybe out there playing football. And what is Nathan doing? He decides he's going to walk to where the kids are. He doesn't get too far though, but he, in his mindset, right? He's walking towards the kids and it's like with his hands up, like, Hey, 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 throw me the ball, throw me the ball. Hey, I'm right here. I'm right here. He wanted in on that football game so bad. And it's like he didn't even realize, hey, I'm only eight months old. I'm barely learning how to walk. You know, he doesn't think about any of that. His little mindset is, if I can get to where those kids are at, I'm going to get them to throw me the ball. I'm going to get in on this action, right? And it left me thinking about us, right? Like us. First of all, how many times are we taking those baby steps in our careers, in change, in life, in anything that we're doing, and we fall down, we hit a setback, right? We hit a wall. How many times do we stay down versus how many times do we actually get back up and say, okay, let me try this again. Let me try a different route. Let me try to maneuver this way. Let me navigate to a different direction. How many times do we actually do that? Or are we giving up, right? Like, are we just saying, you know what? I fell and I'm just going to stay down. Well, I'm here to tell you if that's your mentality, if that's the mentality that you've had, can I just remind you about Nathan, my grandson, that's eight months old, who's decided to walk earlier than anybody than his dad. His dad started walking at nine months, which we were just in shock over. But now his son is walking at eight months, right? which is even crazier. 
But let's think, if Nathan were to give up on learning how to walk, Nathan would not be walking today, right? He would still be doing that Mowgli crawl, you know? He would still be scooting around on the floor. But instead, Nathan has this determination to walk and he doesn't care how old he is. That's not a setback for him. That's not going to hold him back. That's not going to hinder him from walking. He's just going to do what is in his heart to do, and that's walk. Now, over the weekend, he wanted nothing more than to play football. Did he care that he was only eight months old just learning how to walk? No way. Nathan was going towards these kids like he just said, I am getting in on this action. Not looking at how old he is, what kind of things could be possibly holding him back, age, size, you know, ability. Nathan has this mindset and it just goes to show like when I think of this, I think like I pray to God that you have the same mindset when you're a man in your 20s. I pray to God that this is your same mindset when you face difficulties and challenges in your future, Nathan. That is the same attitude we should all have is to not allow our setbacks, our inabilities to hold us back from what's truly in our hearts to do, right? I'm going to give you a prime example of somebody that suffered and went through a very difficult change in her life. And in a, in a, in a brief moment, she allowed that to hold her back in a sense, emotionally, mentally, I'm talking about Naomi in the book of Ruth. In Ruth 1, we read where Naomi has lost her son, her two sons. She had already lost her husband. Now she's losing her home. She has nothing left. She has no money. She has nothing. So she's going to leave everything behind. And all she has are two daughter-in-laws. But in her eyes, she feels like, what can I possibly give y'all? What can I possibly do for y'all? Y'all need to go about y'all's business. Go find you, go back to your families, go start a new life because I have nothing to offer you. I've lost it all. I've got nothing. And whatever little bit I have, I'm going to take my little bit and I'm going to go back to my people, to my, to my country, to my side of town, right? And, and I'm just going to go over there and just wallow in my sorrows. It's pretty much what she's saying. I'm just going to go wallow in my sorrows. And she says, it is more bitter for me than for you because the Lord's hand has turned against me. Man, doesn't it feel like that though? Like when you're going through, let's say a breakup, a relationship has fallen apart. Your marriage is struggling and falling apart and everything's falling outside of its seams, right? Or maybe your finances have, have completely gone kaput right? Because business has slowed down or you are no longer able to work or maybe you got laid off. Maybe the change is that you suffered the loss of a loved one. Maybe it was to COVID. Right now, you know, it it hurts me to even get on Facebook these days on social media. The other day I, I was, I was going through Facebook and you're just kind of scrolling through Facebook and, and I just, my heart just felt so heavy and, and I just felt the tears coming down 
my face, my cheeks, because I started to read messages after messages, post after post of people that either had a family member, a friend, someone they loved, someone they admired. They had just lost them to COVID. And I remember I told, I told Renee, I was like, babe, I'm like, oh my God. I was like, looking on Facebook, I have never in all these years seen so much death, so much mourning, so much tragedy. And when we get on Facebook now, it's like, it's almost becoming a normal thing, right? And I hate to say that because that's not the life God gave us so that death is a normal everyday thing. For us to constantly be seen all around us. But we're in a season where there's some serious things taking place. Major changes happening. And some people haven't adjusted well to the changes. Some people are going through severe depression and anxiety. Some people are feeling like Naomi. Like God's hand has turned against them. God has taken everything from them. You know? Maybe you know someone that suffered a severe, tragic injury, right? And there's a setback that they're going to face for a long time. And you think, has God turned his hand against us? Maybe you lost a baby and you were excited about this new bundle of joy that was growing in your belly, but something went wrong. And maybe you feel like God's hand has turned against us. Or maybe you went through something like what I went through recently. I had decided that going back to work would be great for us. You know, my grandkids were in daycare at the time. And Renee and I had been talking about some major changes that were going to be taking place. Because we feel God's prompting us for change, right? Prompting us for change in our home, in our life. And and we're like ready to make this change, right? Maybe we took the bull by the horns too soon. Maybe we moved too soon. Maybe I moved too soon. But an opportunity presented itself and I decided to take it, right? I took this opportunity and I went to go uh, work with an architect. And this was such a great opportunity, not just for me, but it was also for my son, Jeremy, who is studying to be an architect. So here was opportunities for internships, just for study programs. I mean, you name it. This was just an all-around blessing in my eyes. I truly believe this, this here, is it's of God. I'm making more than I was before. The hours are great. The location is perfect. The people are great. I mean, everything was just so great. This has to be of God, right? So I'm working and I started noticing some changes that were happening in my body, some discomfort, some pain. It increased day after day, week after week, month after month. And in the course of less than three months, I kid you not, in less than three months, my back went out again. The sciatic nerve had flared up so bad that I could not walk. And I was back in therapy. My heart just sank. I was devastated that weekend. When my back completely just decided, you know what, that's it. I didn't know what was going on. What did I do wrong? What, what, God, I don't understand. I thought this was a good thing, right? In that moment, just in a brief moment, I felt like, God, did you just turn away from me? Did I do something wrong to disappoint you? 
Why? Like, what did I do? And, and I'm talking about, you know, people think like, oh, she serves God. Oh, she teaches the word of God. Oh, she's one of the motivational, inspirational kind of chicks that just like lays it all out there. Makes you feel good about yourself and helps you get through things. Man, she's got it all figured out. Well, guess what? I do not always have it all figured out. Sometimes I go through things and when I go through them and I navigate through them and I overcome them, I can sit there and I can share the process with you guys and with others to help them go through something similar. You know, navigating through change, it's not easy. Setbacks, not easy. The loss of a loved one, trust me, that's not easy. I've been there It's the hardest thing ever, especially when it's so unexpected. We've had so much unexpected loss in these last few years, you know, especially with COVID. We've had family members, friends that we've seen lose their lives to COVID. And watching the family members, watching everybody just piece their lives back together is so hard. Because in that season of change, it's hard to navigate through it sometimes. It's hard to believe that God is still with us, that God still loves us. Here, Naomi felt that way to the point that in Ruth 1, 20, 21, she says, don't call me Naomi, call me Mara, because the Almighty has made my life very bitter. I went away full, but the Lord has brought me back empty. Why call me Naomi? The Lord has afflicted me. The Almighty has brought misfortune upon me. Wow. Do you see the bitterness? Do you see her hurt? Do you see her pain? Do you feel it? That's what we go through too. We feel like God has stripped me of all good things. Of the one person I love. Of the future I could have had. Of the financial blessings. Why would God do that to me? He's, he's literally upset with me. He's literally not happy with me. He literally has taken all these things from me. And our mind starts to start wandering into this, this territory of negativity. But I'm here to tell you, Naomi, Mara, she didn't stay there long. She had to go through change in order to grow from her pain. She had to go through change in order to be able to see Naomi for who she was. The woman that God had created her to be. A strong woman, a courageous woman, a brave woman. She navigated through a difficult season and overcame that season. And because of what she did, she was able to help Ruth through her loss. And she was able to help Ruth To be able to find someone to love again. To marry. And not only that, but to be able to have a son. So you see, we can stay stuck in that crawling position of life. Right? Struggling. Trying to get up here and there. Trying to take those first steps. We can do that. Or we can be more like Nathan. Right? We can get up. Walk, even if it's one or two steps. Take those couple of steps through the change. Fall down and get back up again. 
we can strive for the impossible, for the unthinkable, right? Nathan did. It was, in his mind, there was no impossibility. He still went out there to try to get in on that game. Unfortunately, he never made it that far. The field was much further away than what he believes he could see in his eyes. But I just imagine the excitement in his body, in his heart, in his spirit. Let us not have that. Let us, I'm sorry, let us have that same kind of excitement as Nathan, as an eight month old. Right. Let's let go of everything that's hindering us from the from making the best out of the changes that we're faced with. Let's let go of the hurt and the despair and the grief. I'm not saying you got to stop grieving those that you lost. No, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that we cannot stay stuck in that stage of grief. I know for a fact because I've been there. Losing my brother was one of the hardest things in 2019. And, And that stage of grief is so hard and so unpredictable sometimes, you know. But I tell you this, that God is very predictable. And with God, if we trust him and we have faith in him, he restores us with this hope that that tomorrow's going to be better, that things are going to change in our favor. He helps us to see beyond our circumstance and to be able to see that change will bring something good. That change may not have been good in the moment, but I can tell you this. That something good will come out later on in the future. And I know it's crazy to think, like, how can you say that, Eileen? You know, losing someone is never good. You're right, it's not. But I could tell you this, that God's not going to keep you in that bad place. God's not going to allow you to stay in that, that sad, grieving stage. God is not going to allow you to stay in that hopeless stage, feeling like, There's nothing left in your life because of your setback. You know, we often read in the Bible how God takes people through difficult stages, through wildernesses, through moments of loss. He takes them through it. The scripture says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, through is what he's saying. It's not saying I'm going to leave you. You're going to stay in the shadow of death. No, God walks us through our circumstances, through our setbacks, through the change. We went through all this change. We went through a major setback again. I was back in therapy. You know, my boss couldn't understand why I had stopped working. And and he was so worried that it was something that he said or something someone did. And I kept trying to explain to him and reassure him that it had nothing to do with them. It was something with me. My, my body had decided something different, right? And God had decided that wasn't for me. For whatever reasons, what I thought was a God thing, it may have been a good thing, but it definitely wasn't all a God thing. Maybe it was for a short period of time. Maybe I was there for a season or for a reason. I don't know the impact. I don't know, but I I know God knows and I just went with it. What I do know is that since then, during these couple of months that I've taken off and, and I've just focused on getting better, recuperating, 
I kind of stayed quiet and silent on, you know, my normal posting and my devotion writing and, and my just everything all together. I started focusing on me, on strengthening my mind, body, spirit, and soul, right? Starting to get reconnected with God in a different level. And, and, I, and I decided, you know what, God, what is it that you want me to do? Because I tried my way, and obviously that's not the way you wanted me to go. So what is it that you want me to do? And, you know, without planning, without actually thinking it through, with, without anything, it's like God started throwing all these things into play. And before we knew it, we were expa- expanding our product line. And we decided to just kind of maneuver that to a completely different uh, shop, right? Versus having things on the Living Encourage website or the Blossom Flowers website, we decided to create our own shop, you know, where we create the Christian apparel as well as, you know, what we love, which is country apparel. So we started kind of just working through all these things. Meanwhile, working through my writing, so it's like God put me in a different place and, you know, let me tell you what happened when this change happened. You know, you think, okay, this setback, it's a bad thing, right? You know, I lost my finances again, uh, which at this point, Renee and I were like, just like, it is what it is. We're not even going to let it phase us. And, you know, by the grace of God, God continues to provide more than what we anticipate, you know? And it's just so beautiful the way God works because the enemy may take something from you, but God not only is going to give it back to you, but he's going to give it back to you and he's going to multiply what he's bringing back to you. I just want you to remember that. that that's what trusting God with your circumstances looks like. So let me tell you, you know, we had all this change happen. We had this setback happen. I'm home and I'm recovering and I get a call one day from my son, Right. And my son tells me, mom, you know, he was, he was, you can hear the stress in his voice, the worry, concern that he had. And he's telling me, he's like, mom, you know, I can't believe this just happened. You know, the daycare shut down. I don't know how long they're going to be shut down for because they got COVID. And, you know, for right now, we know they're going to be shut down for a couple of weeks, but how can I go through this? We both work and he's sharing his heart with me. And I said, it's okay, son, just bring him to me. I'm here now. I'm back home. Even though I was still recovering from, uh, you know, my, my setback, from my injury, from, from the sciatic nerve that had completely flared up ugly, um, my husband and I were like, yeah, bring them back to us. In a season where there's so much uncertainty, especially out in daycares and with children and all that, and with COVID just doesn't seem to want to go away, Right. Uh, but we we're believing and we're praying against it, right? Every day, the way everything worked out, it was like God was saying, yes, they need you here, right? But I need you here at home because I'm about to bring the kids right back to you because they need you. And you see, when you sit there and you look at it, there is no comparison, Right? You're going to do what, what, what you're called to do and you're going to do it with a willing heart and you're just going to trust God and God's going to sit there and fulfill whatever, whatever you've lost, God's going to fulfill it and multiply it. You know, now my children have a piece of heart 
in, in their hearts, peace of mind in, and in their hearts, that they know that their, their children are going to be perfectly fine because they're with Momo and Popo now, right? Our minds are at peace because we know that they're not in daycare where, you know, they can get sick and things like that. And, and daycares are great. Don't get me wrong. Daycares are great. But, you know, we were just being overprotective grandparents, right? And we're like, oh, we don't want the babies to get sick and catch a cold and, you know, things like that. Just bring them here. We're fine. And that's what we did. Uh, and, and again, like I said, we love daycares. We're thankful for our friends with the daycare because, you know, they've been so great and they took care of our babies so well. And we know that it's got to be a difficult season for everything that they're going through. But in this season for us, we felt like this would be a great time for us just to start nurturing our grandkids again and taking care of them, right? And the other thing is, is that, you know, when we look at how we've navigated through this season, we've taken time out to reboot. We've taken time out to, you know, recalibrate. And it's all good. It's okay. Because sometimes you need that time to get yourself together. Naomi needed that time to get herself together. And I'm guessing that during that long walk, that journey to Bethlehem, I'm guessing that during that walk, she had a lot of thinking going on. You know, she had a lot to process. So by the time she got to her destination, she was able to start thinking clearly, to start opening up her mindset and not just focusing on her suffering, but instead she was now focusing on a resolution, on, on how to resolve what they've been through, how, how to, she figured out how to navigate through things and this is what we're going to do. She started making a concise plan and just started moving forward with it. And I think that's what we need to do too. That when we go through things, we're going to let it go through its process, right? We're going to go through grief through the process. We're going to go through the thinking process of what we just went through. We're going to let it set in for a moment, right? But I'm here to tell you, prepare a plan afterwards. Don't stay in that place. Don't stay in that position that when you fall, you stay down. Don't stay there. Get back up. Try it again. Get back up and give life another shot. Keep going. Don't give up. Don't give up because of your circumstances. Don't give up because of your setbacks. Don't give up because of your financial setbacks. Don't give up. Keep trusting God and be hopeful that, that tomorrow is going to be a better day. That today is going to be a better day. Keep giving it what you have. And keep pressing forward, but don't give up. And the moments that you want to give up, remember Nathan, my grandson that's eight months old, that's walking at eight months old. Why? Because he didn't give up. And remember, whenever you feel like you're looking at something impossible, that just is no way possible, there's just no way, God, that this can happen. Again, think about Nathan going out there, you know, with his little... Bear, wobbling, you know, trying to walk, going towards the football field, yeah, or that little play field that the kids were playing football in. Think about him. He wasn't thinking about his size. He wasn't thinking about his inabilities. He wasn't thinking about any of that. 
he was thinking about how, like, hey, like, last week I just learned how to walk, but here I am trying to get in on this football game. He wasn't thinking about that. Nathan was just thinking about what he wanted and what it was going to take to get to it. And that's what I want you to do today. I want you to think about what you want and what is it going to take for you to get to it. Then create a plan to navigate through the changes to get to your goal. And again, whatever that goal may be, maybe right now your goal is just to try to get through the day. The first thing you start with is a prayer to God and just surrender the day to Him. Surrender your heart to Him. Surrender your grief to Him. Surrender your sorrows, your troubles, your worries. Surrender it to God. That is the greatest thing that you can do to start your day. And when you do that, I promise you, you're going to see where God's just going to start like filling in the gaps, filling in the areas where you feel empty. He's going to fill that in and make you feel full. I want to thank you again for joining me today as we talked about navigating through change. And I just pray that this message, this message came to you and that when you receive this message, that it was able to help you through the changes that maybe you're facing today in your life. Hey guys, I want to share this scripture with you from Joshua 1.9. It says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. You know, when we're going through change and we're navigating through change, sometimes we don't know where we're going to end up, what the results are going to be. But trusting God, there's a beauty in that. Trusting God says that we have this kind of faith that, you know what, we're not going to let the unknown worry us. Instead, we're going to let the unknown be what fuels our faith, right? And we're going to fuel our faith and trust God that wherever He leads, He will provide. So I just pray that, again, that through this message, that you're able to find exactly what it is that you need in order to be able to help you navigate through the changes that you're going through today in your life. I love you, and I just pray God's ultimate best over you.